All right, what is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another day of Saber Sims DFS Office Hours. It is Monday, February 5th of 2024 here. Looking ahead, we have a six-game NBA main slate as well as a two-game NHL slate. So it should be a fun day of DFS. For those of you who are new here, welcome. My name is Andrew. I'm one of the coaches over here at SaberSim. This is a show where we go over how to use the SaberSim app, answer any and all DFS-related questions, you get your questions in one of three ways here. First off, send us an email, support at sabersim.com. Second, post it live in the YouTube chat. Third way, post it in the Office Hours channel in our Discord server. If you're not in our Discord and want to get access to that channel, there is a link in the description of this video. You get access to our similar channels, individual sport channels, and you get access to the rest of the Sabersim team here. So before we get started, I did want to make a quick announcement for you guys. I have two announcements for you. Number one is that we're going to start having office hours on Saturdays. I'm going to be doing that show at 11 a.m. Eastern, so it's going to be a little earlier than the time that you guys are used to here. So be on the lookout uh, for that show. We're going to do our first one this upcoming Saturday before the Super Bowl here. So if you guys have any questions leading up to the Super Bowl that you want to get answered before uh, the, the game start, you know, you can catch me on Saturday morning. And then... Also, uh, starting next week, the day after the Super Bowl, starting on uh, February 12th here, next Monday, we're going to be moving the show from the 2 p.m. Eastern slot to 4 p.m. Eastern. So just so you guys know, we are going to be making a change there. Uh, it's something that we were mulling over for a little while here. So I'm going to rem be reminding everybody as the week goes on every single day so people can you know, uh, be aware of that announcement, but just wanted to mention that at the beginning of today's show. All right. So with that said, we are going to jump right into questions here. Looks like our first one came in from Great White Shark. And it looks like uh, my man Sean jumped in here and helped out, but I do want to cover it for everybody. So appreciate you, Sean, getting Great White Shark an answer. And just so everyone, uh, who, in case they didn't read it, and this will be helpful to them, question says, when using the late swap tab, do all custom exposure edits, minimax exposures have to be re-entered for remaining games again? I noticed tonight that they do not carry over from a build to the late swap. Therefore, I lost exposures to players not custom boosted, etc. because they returned to default. Also, do build rules carry over as well? So this is a really good question. Uh, the answer is, is they can if you want them to. So the way that you do this, I just entered a couple contests here uh, so I can show this. So when you have an entries file in here, the double-sided late swap arrows are going to become active. And then when you click this, uh, down here in the bottom left, this is like a newer uh, setting in case, you know, you guys have been with us for a while. You know, it wasn't here, you know, six months ago or something like that. So just be aware of this swap method. When this is set to use default, if you click the drop down, there's... Let me get the question out of the way. Uh, swap method down here on the bottom left, there's two options, use defaults and clone current build settings. So if you have a bunch of minimax exposures, you have rules, you have filters, uh, you know, you, you customized your player pool, right? You checked guys off uh, that you don't want in your lineups, whatever it may be. When you use the clone setting, this will carry all of those things over into a new swap window. So any rules that were active, uh, et cetera, those will still remain active in the swap window when you clone. Now, when you use use defaults, any filters go away, 
any minimax exposures go away, any projection adjustments go away, any rules that were on will automatically get turned off. They won't get deleted, but they will just be inactive. So those are the big differences between the two here is the use defaults and clone current build settings. I think most people prefer the, the cloning option, uh, but just depends what you're trying to accomplish. But that is how you control that and determine if those things do indeed carry over or not. So I just want to make sure we cover that. All right, question here from Henry. Henry said, if using the same build for multiple contests, is there a best practice on what order to fill them? Do the single entries three max first and then the 20 and 150? Is it recommended to use higher uniques than if you filled all contests at once to increase diversification? For example, if doing three different 20 maxes. Okay, so two questions here. The first one is there a best practice uh, on what order to fill between, you know, if you're if you're running all your lineups together. So Really, in, in my opinion, you know, there's kind of two ideas here. Um, I would recommend filling them by like either highest entry fee first or like highest percent to first or like highest prize. You know, you can do them that way, right? So like if you're playing, you know, five contests, but you're playing like um, – you know, one of them, it costs you, you know, $1 to enter. And one of them, it costs you $20 to enter. Another one, it costs you $80 to enter. Like, I would probably just go with the one where I have the most entry fees. So, like, if I have, you know, these these two contests, right? And then I have, uh, say I have, you know, two different contest sims, one for each of them. Well, if I have that, then I probably would just run both contest sims, fill the lineups for the first contest where I have the most entry fees and then, you know, trash those lineups and then do the next one and the next one and the next one. So I prefer to go highest entry fee to lowest, but that's, that's my preference. Okay. Next question here from Bill's nut. Let's see. Question says in a number of, Oh, I'm sorry. I think I skipped the second question. Uh, is it recommended to use higher uniques than if you field all contests at once to increase diversification? So I, I don't think there's like a uh, differentiation here between the uniques. Like I would just, you know, use the uniques and, and try to get to a high setting, right? So like the way that Jordan recommends using it is like max it out and then use one less than the max. I use it a little bit differently. Like I just uh, usually like what I do is I run a contest sim and then I'm comfortable using min uniques to the point where the last lineup in my pool is about neutral ROI. So taking that number as far as I can until I get to like a negative ROI and then and then raising it from there. So similar like schools of thought there, uh, they, they might end up working out similar, but that's just how I use it. So I wouldn't say you have to use it differently depending on, you know, um, which way you are filling your contests. Okay. Next question. Question was, in a number of NBA 20 maxes this past week, I finished fairly high with my top lineups 8th, 20th, 30th, etc. because payouts are top heavy. I came away with a tiny profit, but not much to build my bankroll. I noticed many of the players who finish above me were Saverson users, and I wondered if we're all using the same tool. Do I have a realistic chance of beating them? My process is pretty simple following what has been suggested here. I assume they all have specialized tweaks to their process. 
that get them to the top. Not sure what to do from here. Uh, good question. So, so really, you know, there is like a lot of variance when you get to like the top of these contests, guys. So, you know, just to like kind of put it in perspective, right? Like, say you're playing, you know, the one dollar twenty max, right? Uh, the one dollar twenty max has usually around like thirty five thousand entries, right? So if we do thirty five thousand, you know, there's a lot of talk around like top one percent equity, right? Well, like if you do the math here and you get in the top one percent, you know, you're still in like the top. 350 lineups like that's great but you're still not making a ton of money at that level right so like aside from top one percent you know we really need to be looking at like top 0.1 percent right so then you go from like 35,000 and do point oh and then it would be one so then be zero again one so this would be the top 0.1 percent equity here right so then now you're in the top 35 lineups. Well, you know, the difference between, you know, first and, and 35th is like pretty substantial, right? But you're already in this like fraction of the contest mathematically here. So really, you know, in order to win, you need to be so high. You need to be like uh, 35,000 times, we did 0.1. So we need to be in like the top 0.01, right? So 0. 0, 0, 0, 1. And then that gets you like to third, right? So like from here, you know, there is so much variance when you're already in the top 0.01% of the contest. Like, are you in the top 0.07? Are you in the top 0.14? And like that changes the payout significantly. So like what I'm trying to say is like, hey, when you get, you know, to the very, very top of these contests, the top 0.01, you know, uh, of, of the field, you know, there is a lot of variance, like where you fall in that range there. So like, I don't think that, you know, coming in eighth is like bad, like, Oh, I didn't come in first. Like, no, you're already in, you know, the, the, the top margin of the contest, you're doing something right. You just need to keep doing what you're doing. And, and, and let like the variance fall your way where, yeah, you, you end up in the top 0.01%, but instead of the top 0.01%, you end up in like the top 0.08% instead of the top 0.1012%. And like, we're talking about fractions, like guys, we're talking about like incredibly small numbers here, uh, which is why the variance is so high. So I don't think you're doing anything wrong. You know, when you say the part about like, Hey, you know, if we're all using the same tool, do I have a realistic chance of beating them? Well, I think that, you know, you kind of proved yourself wrong that way because you said that the people are finishing higher than you were also SaberSim users. So like if, if they're beating you, that means you can beat them. Right. So, so you got to flip that on its head. Like, Hey, you know, do I have a chance of beating them? Well, 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 they had a chance of beating you and, and, and that worked out for them. Right. So definitely that means that you can also beat them. So there's, doesn't sound like you're doing anything wrong. You know, you're finishing really high in some of these contests. So I wouldn't worry too much about it. And I would just stick with your solid process. And then remember to always be reviewing, you know, you can go back to any past slate here, review your lineups. You know, you want to go back to yesterday's seven game slate. You want to go and look through contest flashback. You want to go see how you did maybe even study these other players, right? Like, Hey, who finished above you that you were talking about, right? So you go in here, and then we go to uh, the $1.20 max, like 35,000 entries, right? So then, hey, I come in here 
you know, I look up my own portfolio and I, I see how I did. And then, hey, who was the, the person that finished above me? What does their portfolio of lineups look like in contest flashback? And then you can kind of see some of the differences. And then maybe you figure out like, hey, what are they doing that I didn't do or, or et cetera here, right? So I think there's a lot of different ways you could do that. Um, and, and I would probably be working that into your day-to-day -day routine if you're not already doing that. Okay, good question there. Next question here. Question says, my question has to do with late swap. I generally use lightning bolt, or if I have a few entries, I will manually change them on DraftKings. I've created dummy late swaps and I've noticed the sim will take stars out and replace them with scrubs. Is there any way I can prevent this on late swap? So I don't exactly know what a dummy late swap is. Um, I'm a little confused by it. So I might have to just go back and forth with you on this one in the Discord. And I'll just respond right now saying, can you please elaborate on what you mean by dummy late swap? So a little confused about that one. So uh, we can go back and forth here in the Discord and I can get back to you there. Uh, but but don't really know where to go from there without a little more context. So we'll go back and forth on there. And if there's something that uh, comes up in that conversation, uh, you know, where we, where, we, where we figure out, you know, what to do, I can mention it here on the show for anybody else interested in that topic. Anytime there's a good conversation, I try and mention it on the show. That way others can you know, hear the same message and take advantage of that info. So I'll make sure to do that on my end. But with that said, it looks like we're all caught up with questions in the Discord and nothing in the YouTube chat here. So before we get out of here, guys, I do want to remind you, I'm going to mention this at the beginning and end of each show this week. Uh, we are moving office hours Monday through Friday to 4 p.m. Eastern starting next Monday. And then we are also going to be having office hours on Saturdays now at 11 a.m. Eastern. So uh, plenty of communication around those two things coming for you guys. But I just wanted you to know we're moving office hours from five days a week to six days a week. And then the showtime is moving Monday through Friday. So I will keep mentioning that throughout the week here. But until tomorrow, everybody, take care. Good luck. I'll see you all. Thanks. Bye.